everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 30 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me as always, my pal DeQuincy. What's up, peeps? And it's time for our third quarterly football review of the 2014 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playoff races are looking a lot clearer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're starting to narrow down who who's going to be in the playoffs and uh, who will be watching the playoffs from home this year. Uh, and it looks like the NFC South, which we'll get to in a little bit, is wide let's open. Let's save that. Let's save it. It's so wide open considering uh, how bad that division is. So that's the only – that's just – we're going to go through every team. Um, we're going to start on the NFC. We'll just go through every team. Talk about whatever hot topics we can think of right on top of our heads. Like, I feel like just a bad, I feel like a bad person just talking about the NFC South, but. Can we get to, can we, <laughs> we're not starting there. Stop ruining it for people. You ready? I don't think we're ruining anything for anybody, but. All right. Uh, so, like I said, NFC East. Yeah, we'll start with the NFC East. We'll start with Philadelphia, 9-3. and three. They just came off a win uh, this Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah, I'm sorry. The thrashing of the Cowboys, rather. Um, I really didn't expect the Eagles to keep this up two years in a row. I thought Chip Kelly's system was going to be just a fad. Looks like he is completely impressed. He's impressed me. He's impressed other people around the nation. Yeah. Um, They lost. They traded away Deshaun Jackson and... Got back Jeremy Macklin from an ACL injury, and it's like nothing has changed. And they lost their quarterback a few weeks ago. Yeah, both went down. Uh, Mark Sanchez has stepped in and done a very, I'm trying to think of the words. I don't want to say adequate because I feel like that's not one of them, but he's done a, he's done a good job as yeah, their absolutely. backup quarterback, their new starting quarterback. Um, he doesn't look like the Mark Sanchez of old, the guy that. Throwing too many interceptions and uh, just not looking like he wanted to be playing football. Uh, this guy looks like a guy who's ready to lead a team, mm-hmm. and he's doing so. I think this just proves that uh, Rick Ryan is a terrible offensive coach. Yeah. Um, anything else? Let's see, any big news about Philadelphia? Oh, you have Deshaun McCoy in your fantasy team. How do you feel about him? Uh, he's underperformed this year. He's not the number one running back like he has been. In- the past couple of years. Definitely not for you. Yeah. Uh, but he's been, I guess, above average instead of, like, really, really good this mm-hmm. year. So he's taken a step back, but I think that's because they're – seems like they're opening up, you know, the offense a little more, trying to get the ball to more rece- you know, to the receivers more often. And so obviously that's going to take away, you know, um, it's going to take away touches for McCoy. Uh, and even with Foles going down – uh, you would think with Sanchez that they wouldn't be completely confident, but it seems like they have shown that confidence in him to, to you know, put the ball in the air uh, just about as often as, as Foles was doing. I'm very much so. Um, we talk about Philadelphia. I mean, their offense is excellent, it's, but their defense is kind of suspect, especially against the pass. 26 in the league against the pass. Seems like they're, um, I guess, best way to put it, an old Madden team. They'll score a lot of points, but they'll give up a bunch of points as well. Yeah. That can come back to bite them. They take on, say, um, we'll talk about Green Bay or what's that thing going on? Uh, even Seattle or Detroit in the playoffs. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nobody that stands out as, uh, you know, a top-notch defender on that on that defense. Like, like I've said in the past, the reason why I know Connor Barwin is because he played for the Texans. And D'Amico Ryans went down, I believe, like two weeks ago. Yeah. I want to say with Achilles, but I can't remember what's off my head. Um, so we still feel good about the team. They're going to make the – they're going to win the division. They're going to make the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, it could go back and – I mean, it's going to go down to the wire, I think. Because um, if you look at Dallas – Let's just go to Dallas right now. If you look at Dallas, uh, they won this past Thursday night. Uh, against the Bears. Against the Bears. So that, yeah. That, they're now 10-4. Yeah. 9-4. and 9-4, four. and four. Nine and four, that's right. Excuse me. So they're 9-4. and four. They're neck and neck. With Congratulations, Dallas Cowboys fan. You finally got over Mount 500. It only took you five years to do it, but congratulations. <laughs> uh, 
Oh yeah, I'm sure they've they've been partying nonstop mm-hmm. since then. Um, you're screwed as bears. You're screwed as good. They are still surprising the entire world. You know, at this point, you know this is uh, it's only one game in December, but historically they crumbled in December. Mm-hmm. But they look strong. They look like they're in a good place right now. Like they're going to continue, continue this, yeah, this ride. I guess. I mean, where they're they're dominating on the on the, <laughs> on the ground with Demarco Murray. They are running Demarco Murray into the ground. Yeah, I mean, they clearly have no. Um, <laughs> clearly are not looking at all into the future. Well, he, you know he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. So, the he's they're either A, running into him in, into the ground, for, oh, sorry, for a chance for him to get 2,000 yards, or they're running him in the ground because they know they're not going to resign him next year. <laughs> let, let someone else. Yeah, they're going to burn him out and let someone else deal with the yeah. afterwards. You see one of, one of those things. Uh, can talk about Tony Romo real quick? How long do you think... Um, this season, how long do you think he's going to be playing this effective? Because you know he's got the the back issue, and he has a broken rib as well. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, he still has not gotten over that back issue. I mean, that's something that's going to stay with him forever. Yes, as long as he plays, I mean, he's always going to have back problems. Um, I think as long as that offensive line can protect him. I think he'll maintain it, maintain through the rest of the year. Uh, but even one one nasty hit. One wrong hit, and he's yeah. out for the rest of the season. And do you know who their backup is? Uh, I believe. No, it's not Kyle Orton. Nope. Gosh, I don't know. Brandon Wheaton. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he, he did play that first, that second half. And that, uh, I think it was against the Giants a few weeks ago. Woohoo. <laughs> Or did it, no, the I think the Redskins actually. Was it the Redskins? I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, they lost that game because, of course, you're gonna lose. So you have to rely on Brandon Wheaton. Um, sorry. Keep going back to the Cowboys. They're probably gonna win the wild card. Boy, you get their chance to win the division, wrestling away from Philadelphia. Oh, boy, there's how many games left? Three after this weekend. They have three. And Philadelphia still has a game. Still has one game tomorrow and then three afterwards. Oh, man. That's, who do they have left on the schedule? Dallas has... Oh, haha. They have Philadelphia next Sunday, then Indianapolis, then Washington. And for Philadelphia, give me a minute to build it up. Just by the looks of that, there's a good chance they'll go one and two. Philadelphia has Dallas again next Sunday. Then after that, Washington, New York. I'm, I'm leaning Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, but if Dallas can pull it out, you know, pull two out of three games uh, this final stretch, then that's a testament to the Cowboys and a, a, a clear indication that, that you know, every team in the playoffs this year is going to have to watch out that, that they are for real. Um, but right now, I mean, yeah, the – doesn't look too good for them to, to win the to win the division. Yeah, wild card, uh, wild card. they're a block for yeah. the most part. All right, um, let's move on to the next team in the NFC East. The who is it? New York Giants, who's sitting at three and nine. Uh, lost, I believe they lost their last game. No, they no, they did lose. They lost their last game against Jacksonville. They were up for like twenty points, and Jacksonville made a uncharacteristic comeback. They have turned into that. The Steelers team that I predicted, I guess. That everybody's going to get old and everything's going wrong with the season from hell. That's what I'm predicting for Steelers as well. And they went to New York. Yeah. Um, Eli just like, looks, I mean. Lost. Yeah. Befuddled. Miserable. <laughs> uh, you know. The Eli Manny phase. Does Tom Coughlin come back next year? I think this is the year he gets he gets the axe. I mean, every single year he is on the hot seat, yeah. and he is the, at the top of the hot seat list, and he still makes it through. Um, but I think this is this is finally going to be that year where uh, it all you know it all falls down on him. Yeah. I guess another question I ask: Will Eli Manning be back on this team next year? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think 
even if they are able to get a top quarterback in the draft, mm-hmm. they'll still keep Manning on as you know that veteran guy that can groom their quarterback in the future at the same time. Kind of like with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. You know, Favre still had some years left in him, and you know, Rodgers sat rode the bench for what three years before he finally got his shot. Yes, I understand. That's true. I can just see the fans of the Giants just losing faith in Eli. I mean, if it's, it wasn't for those two Super Bowl victories that he got where really the MVP of both of those games was the defensive line, the front <laughs> yeah. seven, he would be an average, known as an average quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I mean he definitely doesn't stand up to his brother. Not at all. Can we see Eli Manning's like entire career? Let me look him up. Uh, he just throws way too many interceptions. Dumb interceptions, just I, like I soul, soul crushing interceptions. I don't understand how a guy with the last name Manning could be so inaccurate. <laughs> how old is he now? Thirty-three. Uh-huh. Wow, he's over there to get that, huh? Time flies. Yeah, sure. Boy, it really does fly. And his career. <laughs> In his career, completion percentage, 58.8. Wow. 251 touchdowns. 151 interceptions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 183 interceptions. Wow. That's a huge difference. I mean, a huge... Uh, that's that's closer than it should be, I think, for, for most quarter, for Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's almost what's his name? Uh, quarterback for the Bears. Cutler. Yeah, Cutler numbers. And the sad thing is, because of those two Super Bowl rings, he's probably gonna make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you laugh, but he has almost he'll get forty thousand passing yards, two hundred and fifty uh, touchdowns, two rings. He'll be in most likely. This eye, but. We both agree Coughlin gets the axe after the season. It's yeah. going to be rebuilding. I can't just see them trading Eli Man, try to get like a second round pick for him. Just to help the rebuilding process. Where would he go? That's, I mean, uh, see, uh, that's one guy I, I don't see finding a taker for this guy. There's got to be a team out there that's, um, whew, sorry, there's got to be a team out there that's willing to take a chance on him. You just know there's going to be some team that think there's, they're one step away from making the playoffs and an aging Eli Manning is just what they need. Houston? No. No. <laughs> uh, all right, you want ready to go to the last team? Let's get to them. All right, the Washington professional football team, 3-9. and nine. Let's see, last game they lost against Indianapolis, 49-27. to 27. Did you watch any of that game? No, I saw part of the game, and literally Indianapolis, their receivers, when they caught the ball, there wasn't a Redskins defender in the picture. I don't know. Uh, this team is, wow, just pathetic. <laughs> just pathetic. Yeah. Terrible, as the French like to say. It is a oh, god-awful team. Um, starting Let's start with their little their quarterback controversy. Sure. Um, RG three just got benched for Colt McCoy on I believe Wednesday. Yeah, uh, boy, they've been going back and forth with that for weeks now, and it looks like it's the end of the RG three era. It very much is. I don't. I would be shocked if he's on this team next year. Yeah, there would be a new starting quarterback for the. For the Washington team next year, I don't think Colt McCoy is a long-term solution. And who's the other? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins definitely wasn't. He didn't win a game. No. At least McCoy won a game. Um, this all has to do with RG three. I mean, you how great was he his rookie year? Fantastic. He yeah. was the rookie year over Luck and Wilson. And his knee was obliterated in the playoffs. That playoff game against Seattle, and ever since then. His comeback where he they rushed he rushed his comeback too soon. He should have probably instead of starting the two thousand thirteen season, probably should have came back in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh the public spat he had with the Shanahans, then the they get the Shanahans get booted out. 
and they bring in a guy, Jay Gruden, who was supposed to make him a better quarterback. Listen, I, I don't understand their thinking, but here, here's what I do know. If your head, the head coach you're bringing in was teaching, uh, I keep I almost called him Kitna, uh, quarterback for the Bengals. Uh, Dalton. Dalton. Has Dalton gotten better in the past three years since he's been in the league? No. Then maybe that's not the guy you need to bring <laughs> in to, to help your franchise quarterback. Yeah. But they wanted a, uh, a yes man to come in. and <laughs> They wanted John Rudin. They got Jay Rudin yeah. instead. <sighs> I think that's all happened to the Redskins. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty sad people. considering, you know, they've got... A, Good running back in Alfred Morris. Mm-hmm. They finally went out and got, you know, a, a threat receiver mm-hmm. into Sean Jackson, who hasn't panned out because the quarterback situation hasn't panned out. Uh, and you've got a guy that was easily, you know, how many receiving yards do you think the Sean Jackson has? I would say seven hundred. Nine hundred and forty-two oh. with five TDs. That's not bad. I mean, he'll get over a thousand for the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's, you know, Griffin is a guy that had so much hype coming in. They thought, I mean, he could have he could have easily been taken number one as well over over Luck, and it was back and forth between those two. Um, Indianapolis obviously got the better end of that uh, decision. <laughs> and RG three has made a lot of money in endorsements and his rookie contract and. That's about all you can say from it this, at this point. Those injuries killed him. I mean, blowing out his knee, uh, the ankle injury he had last year. Yeah, it sapped his speed. And you know, as a running quarterback, once you he lost his speed, he was afraid that basically pass rushers would be able to catch him. Once you have that doubt, that kind of kills you as a professional athlete. But that's the thing. He, it's not like he, it's not like he has a bad arm. He's got a he has a great arm. Great arm. But he. If, if, you know, it, if your speed is diminished, then it's you not should... just that. His he has a great arm, but his his mechanics are terrible. His footwork is terrible. He's got to work on. They've been talking on. about um, how he was doing uh, during the game. Not that uh, which game was it? During the San Francisco game, he was taking three step drops when he should have been taking five step drops. Taking seven step drops when he's supposed to be taking three step drops. It's like I don't know how to explain it. Maybe he just not he's he just can't be a quarterback. Yeah, that's too bad. Or whatever the system that Jay Gruden ha- installs is too complex mm-hmm. because when the Shanahan's were there, both Kyle and uh, his daddy, what is Mike? Mike, I cannot think tonight. They put in a lot of things that RG three had at Baylor, the option zone options, sweeps, things like that 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 he was already familiar with. To help him out, and now that that's all gone, it feels like he's not the quarterback that he used to be. Right. So new system, new. Um, sorry, new system, old injuries just makes up for a bad recipe. Yeah, I mean, uh, looks like they're going back to the drafting board all over again. Again, um, we'll have a new Redskins quarterback probably next the start of next season. Yeah. So let's move on to NFC North. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay. Are you going to sing for the people right now? No, that's all you get. You want to play some of this hot guitar? Give us some fresh licks. Oh, you're doing a great job for us. That's all you get for free. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay coming off a um, defeat of the New England Patriots, 26 to 21. That was a great game. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it's tough because I like both teams. I, I really don't know who, who I wanted to win. Um, all I knew is that I wanted Rodgers to do really well in the games. Oh, and why is that? This is my starting quarterback on my fantasy team, of course. You want to talk about your fantasy team? Uh, you know, let's say, the playoffs. let's say that for the Vikings that know we have nothing to say about okay. that. Um, <laughs> let's, let's say the fantasy minute. Uh, back to the Green Bay Packers. Looking tough. They look like the best team in the league right now. Yeah. I feel I mean, bad for not picking them. I completely overlooked them and, and when we were picking our Super Bowl. And they got off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Uh, they picked it up and have not 
stopped since then. Hey, Lacey's picked it up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been almost damn near undefeated. Unbeatable at home. Mm-hmm. I think he's got like twenty touchdowns and one interception at home. Some yeah. ridiculous number. And Jordy Nelson. <laughs> I was trying to think the best white receiver since <laughs> Joe Jervis. <laughs> I really have like since who? Uh, he might be the best white receiver of all time now. Wow. Strong praise. That's a uh, hey. It's a ringing endorsement for <laughs> white guys everywhere. <laughs> For all you white guys, Jordan Nelson right now, 1,119 receiving yards and 10 TDs. Wow. Um, chances that Rodgers wins the MVP? Uh, probably 95% chance. I mean, it's, it's going to go, really, it's probably going to come down to him and J.J. Watt. Yeah, I agree. Everybody's saying Watt should be the third man in the race, but I think I, who I else really is in the race? I think Brady will be the third man over or instead of Watt, and then Watt will be. I think it'll come down to Rogers, Watt, Brady. I understand. I think. I think. Oh, sorry, Rogers is going to win. If I had to bet right now, that's the guy I go with, and I say Watt will come in second, in second place. Yeah. Because he it's it's not Watt's fault that his teammates around him do nothing. Oh yeah, you can only do so much. Anything else about the Packers? Uh, the defense is stellar. You know they're they're holding it together for this team, and the offense is doing the rest. And they are are really taking care of business. They're feasting on opponents' defenses. Mm-hmm. What we gotta say about the Packers. Uh, so let's move on to where we're we going. Detroit Lions, eight and four. Just came off a game against um, on Thanksgiving against Chicago Bears. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm right. Yep. Oh, that is right. They did take it on Chicago. Yeah. Chicago just stay off of prime time for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they trounced Chicago, thirty-four to seventeen. Yeah, uh, that offense is. Designed. We live in a world to where the Chicago, I mean the uh, Detroit Lions, can make the playoffs. Like two out of three years, I don't like this world. <laughs> I remember growing up the the We're Lions so used to the Lions were like the easy victory, and and now look at them now. The team that had a legitimate shot of going zero and sixteen year in and year out. Mm-hmm. They did go 0 and 16. Oh, yeah. They went over, what overfeeded, not underfeeded. They went overfeeded. They didn't <laughs> win a game. My fa- remember Dan Orlowski like ran out of the end zone for a safety. That was the icing on the cake. Yeah, of that terrible, terrible, terrible season. team. Um, I'm sorry, but this offense, I mean, is crazy good with you know Calvin Johnson, obviously Golden Tate. Really Golden Tate was a great pickup for that team. Um, 1,136 yards, three TDs for Golden Tate. Wow. And 80 receptions. Imagine if Johnson had been healthy all season. Yeah, well. That it, would would, be, it would it would have been out, but yeah. you, you would definitely have 2,000-yard pass receivers. Johnson still has a chance. He's, Johnson is at 724, so he'll probably get to 1,000 once again. Yeah. My fantasy team is praying on it. The running game has been... Decent. I mean, Joe Joe Quay, Bell, Joyke Bell. You don't come here for the pronunciation, yeah. folks. He's done a pretty nice job filling in for Bush, who's been injured. I mean, they are a passing team. Let's not lie. Yeah. Ooh, man, I'm so tired today. We we ate a lot, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but back to the the Detroit. I. Said this to you offline before, but Detroit is a team where everything will come together and seem like they're going to make a prime run for the Super Bowl, but they'll make the dumbest, most boneheaded mistakes <laughs> at the worst times, and they'll screw screw up. It'll be a pass interference when they when they don't need it. It'll be a holding call. It'll be something stupid in the playoffs that'll cause them to get knocked out. I guarantee it. They're going to win the wild card and be up like with. <laughs> Be up by a touchdown with 30 seconds to go and not only give up the touchdown, but the two-point conversion to lose it. That's this team. They still have a chance to finish the season strong. 
They have a good chance of going three and one. Who did they take on? Let's see. They have Tampa Bay tomorrow. And then Minnesota at Chicago at Green Bay. So three you, three and one. One. you you finish the season three and one, then you're finishing the season what, eleven and five? Oh uh, yeah, eleven and five. That's pretty fantastic for Detroit, but as good as it, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. As, as good as they are right now offensively, um, that's about as far as it's going to take them. Um, they probably don't have a chance of really going too deep into the playoffs. Uh, it'd be nice when they get back in there, but uh, you know they'll just have to keep you know uh, keep at it for next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely going to be a wild card, wild card team. We'll both agree on that, but that's as far as they go. Yeah. One and done in the playoffs. Uh, next team, the Chicago Bears. Oh Lord, Chicago is now five, five and eight. What's their? They just lost two primetime games in a row. Yeah. They lost to Dallas on Thursday night, and that was a game until the second half. Yeah, it's sad because Chicago has. Enough talent on that team to be one of the best teams in football. But that system is just not cutting it for them. Cutler is just kind of just giving up on life. (laughs) 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 Um, And that's so sad on the sidelines. He's giving up on life. And, you know, the defense is not what it used to be. I mean, it's not. I mean, with with as much. You know, Chicago has never had. The type of offensive talent that they have currently, they've never had that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so the focus is no longer on the defense, you know. So there, there isn't anybody out there that, you know, is keeping that team going. You know, that's holding that defense together. Very true. But let's go back to color. He makes some. He has a great arm. He has one of the strongest arms in the league, and I think. That kind of tricks him to thinking that he can make all the highlight throws and throw it through defenders because yeah. he makes the most back-breaking interceptions I've ever seen an NFL quarterback do. He throws the ball like some high school kids would. Just I'm strong enough. There's no way that DB can catch up and you know stop him. He's a gunslinger, Brett Favre, and he he's not as good as Favre, obviously. And there are already talks about. The Chicago Bears trying to trade him in the offseason. That's a lot of money. That's you have to. That's a lot. When they trade him away, that's going to be a lot of dead money on their cap for the next, I think, four or five years. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, even even his biggest supporters are starting to turn away from him. You know, Brandon Marshall, who's done for the year, unfortunately, uh, who suffered a horrible injury. Seems like two broken, broken ribs. ribs and. Bruce Bruce was on, mm-hmm. on Thursday. Uh, I didn't see the play. Was it a hit that he took or what? He caught the ball, went down, and the defender hit him in the back. Ah, man. It's one of those things, like, you see it as, like, when you see the hit, it doesn't look like much, but then you see him go down and stay down. He's like, oh. Yeah. That's bad. So, I mean, he's done for the year, and that's that's a major blow to that team. And yours as well. Yeah. Oh, that's, Wait, we're that's almost there. We're almost at the Vikings. <laughs> uh, but... You know, and, and, you know, it's like not many teams can say they had two big-time threats at the wide receiver mm-hmm. position in Alshon Jeffries and and Marshall. You know, and now you're... Everybody tells Bennett, who has over 800 yards and yeah, six TDs. Absolutely, a tight end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're taking away a key part of your offense. And, you know, so Jeffries and Bennett are going to get covered more. I mean, it's not going to be... Much as much of a crapshoot as it was, you know, two weeks ago when you had all three guys on the field. And Forte, I mean, how's he doing at the run? I mean, he's been uh, two hundred fourteen attempts over eight hundred and fifty yards, six touchdowns. It's not bad. He's averaging about four yards on the rush. Yep, or four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bad, but he's had better years. I think, and I guess he's just, just that decline is starting to kick in, but. How old, how old is Matt Forte? 29? I think so. Uh, slow internet today. He's been around, you know. He's been a while, around a while. Mm-hmm. He is 28. 28. 
He was there when Obi twenty nine couple of days. Oh yeah, December tenth. Yeah, you're right. I mean twenty nine in four days. <laughs> Poor Matt Forte, you just picked the wrong position, buddy. Um, my next question: Their quarter, their uh, not quarterback coach. I'm sorry. Their head coach, Mark Tressman, fired in off season. Yes or no? This is the second year. Second year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think they're giving another chance. I think he's fired. That's yeah, tough. That's look at some of these scores. Week four against Green Bay lost thirty eight to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Week eight against Patriots lost fifty one to twenty three. Fifty six to fourteen. Fifty five to fourteen. 51. Week ten against Green Bay. Uh, then the last two uh, primetime games against Detroit thirty four to seventeen loss against Dallas forty one to twenty eight loss. It's not just that they're losing; it's how they're losing. These are embarrassing losses. No yeah. pun taken. Right. Um, no, I think for some reason I think they'll keep them. They'll make a mandate to to get that defense back in order to go after a top defensive player. Uh, you think they go after Dominican Sue at the end of the year? Do they have the cap room for him? Because I can see a one like the Gerald McCoy six years, a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, I don't know. They have the room for that. I have to look that one up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but a guy like need, that, I mean, they need guys like that. They need a quarterback. Does, but I mean, they don't have uh, Charles P- uh, Tillman anymore, mm-hmm. so they need like a shutdown. And I know there's not that many of those around. Yeah, that it's no longer the monsters of the midway. No, I mean you have to get that defense back back on top, really, because you you don't have to worry about the offense anymore. Essentially, I mean you've got enough players out there. Um, even with Cutler, I think he's still effective enough to to get the ball to. I mean to get the ball to Jeffries, Bennett, and Marshall. Plus, well, you want to have a good defense to cover for Cutler's mistakes because you know they're coming. Yeah. Uh, all right, ready for our last team? Sure. Go to the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are... Who knows what their record is. They just came off a win against Carolina, 31-13. Record is... I just lost. So, 5-7. and seven. I'm actually surprised they're 5-7. and seven. I didn't think they had won five games by now. But, <laughs> uh, that's just how it's been for a few years now with this team. Uh, they... Bridgewater is coming along, I guess. Probably the best rookie quarterback right now. Yeah, but nothing nothing that's wowing him. Yeah. You would put him over... Carr. Definitely Carr. Bortles. Bortles, yeah. Benzel has, hasn't really played. Mm-hmm. Is there another one I'm forgetting? Uh, oh, the one for the, the rookie for the Titans. Oh, Mettenberger. Mettenberger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he's definitely the best of, of this class, but... They're not really playing, and those who are playing are playing on pretty god-awful yeah. Oakland Raider teams <laughs> who will trash later. Um, and it looks like they've, they've really been just focusing on the running game. Mm-hmm. You know, It definitely doesn't help when your pro, all-pro running back is suspended for child abuse charges. Yeah, um, so that puts a lot of pressure on your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, <laughs> we can't argue about that one. It came right. from like, oh, it's just, uh, no, I'm John <laughs> um, Alright, that's all we have to say about the Vikings, so go ahead. You can talk about your fans. Yeah, there's always next year for the Vikings. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I don't think I'm making the playoffs this year. What's your record? 6-5-1. Go through your team and tell people how there's a loaded team that's just not living up to your dreams. Well, I mean, Rodgers is doing great. Um, let's see, McCoy is playing average, or I guess well, above average, I guess. Uh, but not as great as the past couple of years. Brandon Marshall's out for the year now, and he was playing below, you know, below what he's done. Standard. Yeah. Um, I've been going back and forth with my tight ends, Antonio Gates and Martellus Bennett, mm-hmm. which is still pretty good. Pretty good problem to have. Um, Anquan Bolden, Frank Gore, guys who are just there. They had good games here and there. It's a uh, oh Sammy Watkins who had some really good games and has not really had good games since dealing with that groin injury. Uh, it, 
Hearing the word groin injury just makes me wince a little. Yeah, yeah. It's just been a frustrating season, and it's all winding down as of tomorrow. <laughs> so it's going to be... Um, so you have to win tomorrow to have a chance in the playoffs, correct? Absolutely. Because if you win and Kyle loses... There's a chance. There's a chance you get in. So you're telling me... So you're saying <laughs> there's, there's a chance? Not a good one, but yeah, there's a chance. Yeah. Our fantasy hour... Our fantasy minute continues. So uh, I'm not I'm not holding my breath. Um, like I said, well, this is the Vikings portion as well. Like I said, for the Vikings, there's always next year. <laughs> the playoffs. This will be your first year not making the playoffs. This yeah. is our fifth year, your first year not making the playoffs. So hopefully... The, Get a ball now that I'm getting, well, really, what I'll be looking, you know, playing for is that number one pick next year. And pride. <laughs> That's already gone <laughs> for the season. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next division. Um, some people are like, how come you're talking about my, your fantasy team? I'm in, I'm in play. Yeah, yeah, he's doing just fine. Yeah, I'll cry. It's only there. We're going to do the AFC South all together because I don't want to break down these teams because I don't want to get the press on cry on the podcast. You ready? Let's do it. Atlanta's 5 NFC and 7. NFC South. Sorry. Atlanta's 5 and 7. New Orleans 5 and 7. Carolina's 3, 8 and 1. Tampa Bay's 2 and 10. Like I said, like I said earlier. In other episodes. This division is a war crime. Let, let's make some history, guys. Let's have... Because we've already seen Seattle do this in the past. We've seen other teams do it. Let's make some history, guys. And let's get a division winner in the playoffs. Home game. 6-10. and 6-10 and 10 division winner. Let's do it. I mean, it's, I mean, look. It might as well. And it might be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is 2-10 and 10 and is not eliminated from the playoffs. Technically. Give it time, boy. They'll they'll weed it out somehow. But Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay wins four straight, and Atlanta New Orleans lose four straight. Tampa Bay can win this crap division. Now I'm not saying it's going to happen because there's nothing that makes you believe Tampa Bay can even win two games in a row. One game, one game, let alone four. But are you kidding me? Is no one even going to try? You know how it feels like. You know how it feels like Roger Dale is just making up rules along with the with the suspensions with Rice and Peterson. He just stepped in and say, "Guys, I can't let y'all go to the playoffs. Not when uh, who is out there? Not when San Francisco is out there, and they probably deserve more than you guys. So I'm just gonna give San Francisco the NFC South slot." (sighs) This is terrible. This is t- terrible. Yeah. It's really cringeworthy watching, reading, hearing. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the teams, do you have anything that you would go on? I mean, New Orleans is the biggest disappointment of the year. Your one trait is your ability to win at home. And they don't win at home. Yeah. Really, these, you know, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina should be much better than they are this year. They should be much better, considering all the weapons Atlanta has on offense, the weapons that New Orleans has on offense, uh, the defense Carolina has. I'm going to stop you at Carolina because uh, I complained about this multiple times with Carolina. Their offense is trash because of the contracts. A previous GM passed out like he was giving out Skittles on Halloween. Cam Newton has that one wide receiver, Benjamin, and that's it. That's why he has regressed so much this year. That's all he has. And it's a little it's it's sad to watch someone who has all the talent in the world like he does just be a shell of what he used to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad. New Orleans, I'm just I I do want to talk to you. <laughs> I, I, I can't. New Orleans, you you've cost us bets and money and your debt to us. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right, we're going to the NFC West. Arizona, 9-3. and three. They win their last game? Nope, loss to the Falcons. That loss is the only win that the Falcons have outside of the division. <laughs> That's something for them at least. But um, Arizona is they're falling back to earth. That's yeah. the best way to put it. 
Carson Palmer went out. Um, and Bruce since then, Tatum stepped in. Yeah. And they're what, two and two since since then or what? Yes. Because I think he went out uh, against Dallas, didn't he? Oh, it was, it was Dallas? Is he a Dallas or St. Louis? If it was Dallas, then yeah, then they're two and two. I think you're right. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, it's, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, for everything they've they've overcome, they've overcome injuries. They lost Darnell Dockett, their big nose tackle at the beginning of the season. You know what? Yeah. And to have it like this when they just paid Carson Palmer. I mean, the ink hadn't even dried on the damn contract. <laughs> and his he knee just signed it. His knee just blows out. Wow. That's, that's not Arizona Cardinal luck. That's Carson Palmer. Bad luck. That seems to be his, the story of his career. Carson, If Carson Palmer had never torn his ACL the first time in that playoff game against the Steelers, he might still be with the Bengals. Would he be a Hall of Famer? Because he, he was on a great track. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. Not a fan. Yeah, I mean, they weren't really lighting up the world before then. I mean, they, Marvin Lewis was still the coach, and they were still kind of doing the same thing. But um, they'd be really good, but I, we'll see. That's, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there at this, at this yeah. point. Um, their coach, um, Bruce Arians, coach of the year? Probably. Good chance. I mean, the lead candidate at this point. Whether whether they get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs or not. Let's go through coach of the year. Who do you think it would be? Because usually the coach of the year is not the coaching job you did. It's just how you beat expectations. I think Jason Garrett has to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. They're better than 8-8, eight eight, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, Jason Garrett, Chip Kelly, Bruce Arians. Um, like, who's the coach of this team? I don't even remember who the coach of Miami is. Yeah, I don't either. Miami and Buffalo, they should get consideration. Who their coaches are, their names escape both of us. Mike Pettin from Cleveland should get consideration. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think that might be the leading candidate right now. I'm sorry. He's number two behind Aaron as far as I'm concerned. I would go Arians, Garrett, Pettin. So Arizona. Prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. So Arizona, do you think they still make the playoffs? Uh, what's the rest? What's the record? The rest of the schedule look like. Uh, let's see. You're taking on Kansas City tomorrow at St. Louis, home versus Seattle, and then at San Francisco. Wow. That is... I don't know That's who... kind of scary because they could very well go 0-4. I don't know who it is that decided to do the um, the division games at the at the end of the year. But thank you. you make, you've made every year for the past three or four years that much more better. Absolutely. And that's how it should always be. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you should make these games mean something all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Whether you're 0 and 16 or 15 and 1, going into the season. Yes, always playing for your playoff position of pride. Um, so, do you think chances they slide out, and miss the playoffs? Man, that's a I wish I had. A, I wish I could take a picture of that face you make every time I ask you the, the percentage question. It's like, <laughs> I mean, these are some tough to even uh, even St. Louis. I mean, it's a division game. Mm-hmm. Division games are just always tough. Doesn't matter who it's against. Um, wow, I'll give them. I'll still give them a eighty-five percent chance of making or missing. Making. Uh-huh. Yeah. The defense is still it's pretty top notch. All Stan has to do is be a game manager and not throw away the game. Yeah, I think he can do that. So I would probably give. Uh, I don't know if I can be as, as confident here. Probably give him a seventy-five percent chance. That's fair enough. Because next two teams we're about to talk about. 
Yeah. We're kind of coming off strong. Um, so with the Cardinals, we're going to the Seattle Seahawks. We're now 8-4 and four after their victory last week on Thanksgiving against the San Francisco 49ers. 19-3. Look at those. Look at the difference on offense. The 29th in passing, first in rushing. That's ridiculous. And that's what they do. They're trying to keep the pressure off of Russell Wilson. And before they traded away Harmon. Mm-hmm. And who was the other guy that retired in the season? Sidney Rice? You can have Sidney Rice. Sidney Rice and then Golden Tate. He signed away. Yeah, in this offseason. Oh, Detroit. So they really lost a big handful of their receivers. Yeah. So it's, it's just weird watching seeing a team this good. Uh, it's weird watching a team in this era run the ball as much as they do. Yeah. Because it's, it's become such a pass-happy league the past four or five years. Rushing yes, the that's ball. why they're so good, though. Yeah, because they're <laughs> no one no one's trained for it anymore. Yeah, like whoa, what's this running thing? Um, biggest news I think for them um, so far, Marshawn Lynch. I don't think he's there next year. <sighs> I think I I have a feeling he'll be back. Really? Yeah. I don't think he'll be there. I think next year they're gonna they're trying to save up money for. Russell Wilson's incoming record-breaking uh, QB deal. That's part of the reason why they trade away Harvin. I I don't see that. Just doesn't make sense. And if, if you're a run-first offense, why you would sign this guy long-term like that? Or give him that kind of money. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Um, but he's not gonna he's not gonna be your number one running back, and he shouldn't be number one running back. Well, because he's a, he's a run-first quarterback. Mm, no, not he's really. Not, uh, he wouldn't be 29th in the pass. I think it would be, if he focused on passing, you know, when he does throw the ball. If he, that's not that's not how they're set up. They're set up to run. That's not his fault. He's not the coach. Pete Carroll is. Yeah, but I think even if they did pass the ball more, I mean, and he that we, we just went over his wide receivers. Hey, we've seen Tom Brady do... Much more with much less. Their top two receivers, Doug Baldwin and Jermaine Curse. He's doing what he can with that. Yeah. You just keep talking bad about the Seahawks. It's going to be such a shame when my girlfriend murders you. They'll just be the Q podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, what is he? That's actually not bad. I didn't realize he's got, what, 2,500 yards passing? That's more than I... It, that's more than I imagined him having because because I am so used to seeing them run the ball. So that's why I think that's why I think Lynch will be back because he's he's still he's got what I would say two more years until Beast Mode finally shuts down. But I mean he's still a, he's still a guy you want on your team, whether he's grumpy or not. I mean who isn't grumpy? Everybody there's always every team has some guy that's grumpy and doesn't want to deal with media or. You know, whoever, a big deal. Uh, his talent is something you don't want to like let go. You shouldn't let go. Here's Russell Wilson's stats in his career: um, over eighty nine hundred passing yards. Ooh, sorry, uh, sixty seven touchdowns, twenty four interceptions, completion percentage of sixty three point seven. And that's sweet, sweet Super Bowl. <laughs> I can see giving him a big, a huge contract because I expect him to improve greatly. I see him getting a long-term contract for sure. I look, I I expect him to get the Kaepernick deal. You know what? I, we, we've talked about this in the past. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Contracts are just inflated as it is. Yeah, this inflation is also it's a status thing. And I think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than uh, Kaepernick is. Well, the ring proves it. You, I'm talking about besides that because um, you look at Kaepernick's stats, the stats probably the past year, year and a half, he's more erratic, more um, accident-prone, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. And Russell Wilson has been steady and even improving. So I think Russell Wilson should get at least a Kaepernick contract, if not more. 
Fair enough. The Rangs. <laughs> it's all about the Rangs. Uh, like we said, what are they? Eight and four? Yeah, eight and four. They've got a good chance to win the division now. Division or wild card? The division. No, I'm, t- I'm, I'm saying, sorry. Choice, you have a choice. Division, wild card, out of the playoffs in- entirely. What are you picking? Well, out of the playoffs is a ridiculous option, so we're not even going to consider that. Not so ridiculous. Uh, not for this team. Uh, San Francisco could pass them. Uh, only a game behind. We'll, we'll talk about San Francisco in a sec. But uh, can you go to their schedule? What's their schedule look like? Yes. Obviously, it's going to be division games. They have Philadelphia tomorrow. Then after that, San Francisco. Um, home for San Francisco at Arizona. Home versus St. Louis. That's a tough schedule. I mean, I'm I mean, just saying, with that schedule, out of the playoffs is not out of the question. I mean, I'm, I can see San Francisco coming in there and beating them. And not, we, not, we, not this, not the way they're. We just said the same thing for Arizona. Division games are hell. Even even St. Louis could trip them up because St. Louis beat the freaking uh, Broncos. I mean, no, I mean, I'm not denying that at all. But I just say, say I think I Seattle's think, still good enough where they. they I'm just saying go, that it's not impossible if they get knocked out of the playoffs. I think they'll. That's you know, I think they have a good chance of going two and two. I think they will lose two of those games. I think, but I think. Even winning two more games, I think they still make it in. I still they I think they don't miss the playoffs. So, I, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think they're they're going to make the wild card. I'm just saying, not, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they get knocked out because you were like, oh, there's no way we can throw that off the table. No, I, I think they definitely beat St. Louis because they're going they're hungry to avenge that loss against St. Louis um, from earlier. And I think they beat Arizona. Because they've already beaten Arizona. Mm-hmm. And they could very well lose to San Francisco. Um, they, they could, but that remains to be seen. And I don't think they beat... I think Philadelphia takes it to them tomorrow. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that game. Good game, good game, good game. All right, move on to the next team. San Francisco... They are seven and five. Just came off their loss on Thanksgiving to the Seahawks. Yeah, lost nineteen to three. What are your thoughts on San Francisco? My thoughts on San Francisco. They're San. They're San Francisco three. Um, I really feel bad about picking them for the Super Bowl because it seems like they won't even make the playoffs now. I did not expect uh, Kaepernick to pay, to take this great a step backwards. Uh, has anyone seen Michael Tra- Crabtree this year? Uh, he's got 51 processions, 570 yards, and four touchdowns. I thought that him and Kaepernick were going to be, you know, have this connection, and it's just not there. Kaepernick is 27. He's over that fight with you, but he sat for a year. Yeah. Uh, let's go to his uh, Kaepernick's stats real quick. Now, here's the thing about San Francisco. You know, which is why I don't think they will knock Seattle out of the playoffs. Uh Now, I think there's a good chance they could beat them. But this team is just so turbulent. All the drama they have with the coach. It's it's weird, though, because you think you have all these rumblings about this coach. Nobody likes this head coach. Nobody can can stand playing for this guy. They can't wait till he's... Out, you know, he's going to Michigan next year or something like that. Yeah, he's getting traded to Oakland or Michigan. I would wear that's my that's my belief. He's going to he's in Oakland next year, and then within three years, Oakland's in LA. The Raiders are in LA. But as turbulent as it is, this team has not like given them apart. They it's like they're playing to spite the guy. Like, I'll show him, I I can win. I don't know. I can do bad all by myself. Right. So, but I still think um, our black listeners will get that. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> I, I still think that, despite all that, they they're they're gonna come come up short because I think all of this animosity will find will you know find a way to to you know implode or you know blow the whole thing up, um, and they could very well miss the playoffs. Because how many how many wild card spots are there? Two, yeah. 
Seattle's ahead of them at eight and four, and Dallas is ahead of them at nine and four. Right. And Detroit's eight and four. So I could see San Francisco not making the playoffs altogether. Yeah. I think they have a much better chance of missing the playoffs than Seattle does. Mm-hmm. I agree. Which is why I was like, well, no, I see Seattle, but it's not even possible. But. Man, I can see a situation where Dallas gets knocked out. Could very well happen. But I, I don't know about that either. I think they're, they're doing too well. They've got too much to prove right now. For the schedule. They have Oakland tomorrow. It's at Seattle. Then home for San Diego and Arizona. Two yeah, and two? Um, I mean, they can go two and two. Probably. I think two and two is... But still have them outside looking in yeah. as far as the playoff goes. Definitely, definitely. Oh. Their coach is insane. Um, it's just like, I don't think he's there next year. I really think he's in Oakland. I can see them trading like. Who's more likely to not be on their team next year, Jim Harbaugh or Marshawn Lynch? Ooh, that's a good one. I think Marshawn Lynch is more likely to be on his team next year and Jim Harbaugh off. I'm going the other way. I think Lynch is is not there. I think Lynch will be gone from Seattle. <laughs> I actually see them both gone. But, Wait, but, but, but the, more likely, the more likely scenario, in my opinion, is that Lynch is no longer a member of the uh, Seattle Seahawks okay. next year. All right. Want to bet on it? Let's do it. All right. Got a handshake. Took a little too long, but okay. I was trying to escape. Hey, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't yeah, put yeah. that on me. Last team of the NFC West, the St. Louis Rams, five and seven. Which is why this division is the toughest division in football. I mean, they're better than I thought they would be, considering that they lost Sam Bradford before the beginning of the season. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Next year, Sam Bradford, where is he? Is he on the the Rams? He has the option for, I believe it's $14 million. Player option? No. Or team option? Team option. Oh, then he was on that. not on the Rams next year. That's still from his rookie contract. He yeah. was with the old CBL where rookies got paid crazy amounts of money before the Wazoo. Yeah. No, he's not on the team next year. Um, not for $14 million. I agree. He's not there. I think next year, um, Austin Davis is a starter. I mean, he's proven to be a good player. He's had. <laughs> the Matt Shabian luck of pick sixes this year. I think he's at four. But those are freak things. You can't predict them from year to year. Yeah. I think he'll be the star next year. And I think Sam Bradford will be... Uh, I'm going to write about this later, but Sam Bradford and RG3. Good candidates to come to the Houston Texans next year. Bradford I could see maybe in Washington next year. Ooh, That would be interesting. But... For another topic, another another discussion. Looking at the schedule, though, they've got Washington, Arizona, Giants, and the uh, Seahawks. Two and two, <laughs> two and two. I thought we said that for every team in the NFC West. Maybe three and one. They they might actually have a chance to beat Arizona. I think they'll beat Washington and New York. Well, Arizona yeah, is given. I think you and me and nine neighborhood kids can beat a Washington right now. But look at this. That that, that Washington that Arizona game is on a Thursday night. That's true. Those games can be thrown out of whack all the time. They, those throw teams off. off, off you know, off and the St. Game St. St. Louis is the home game on that. Yeah. Mm. The home team in that game, sorry. So if they go, let's say they go 3-1 and one the rest of the way, they finish 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm. That's not bad for your last place team. Yeah. That's sad that they they're going to go eight and eight and not make the playoffs. And there's going to be a team in the NFC South that's going to make the playoffs at seven and nine six or six and, and ten. ten. Six and ten. Let's look on. Our only hopes is that let's be positive here. Uh, six I hate that. Our positive would be one of either Atlanta or New Orleans runs the table and finishes nine and seven. Oh man, that's that's you're being negative Nate over there. That's harsh. Negative <laughs> we don't want that. We want six and ten. You want your division winner. <laughs> we lost those over unders. <laughs> All right, so we wrapped up the NFC. Should we keep going or should we make a part two? Because we're already at an hour. I guess we can do part two. Yes, I think people are tired.
yeah, give 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 him a break to a uh, <laughs> reprieve. Yeah, go to the bathroom, get some coffee or soda or whatever. Whatever makes him happy. Sweet. So let's wrap this up. We're gonna put it out immediately. Then we're gonna start on part two. Part two. Uh, be here before you know it, folks. We appreciate all the love and support as always. Coming back with the AFC. Woo! For Anthony, I'm De Quincy. Later, babies.